Georgia defensive back Javon Bullitt is having a strong season in 2023. That means he's rising up my draft board and even into the Dames dudes. We're going to talk about that next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Lockdown family? Let's get locked. Welcome back to the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on X at DP underscore NFL. Thank y'all for making Lockdown NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Monday through Friday. Shout out for being our everydayers. I'm solo dolo today, as you can hear in my voice. I'm a little under the weather, but Keith is as well. Uh, he should be back tomorrow, so we're just going to press through, right? So st- be patient with the voice. Be patient with me. Um, I'm getting through some type of sinus infection and all that stuff, man. It's very, very frustrating, guys, but we got to, you know, still have a nice show for you. Uh, we were going to talk about the Bills. Yesterday, the Bills fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, after another tough loss on Monday night football um, You know, to the Denver Broncos. So what does that mean for their offense and their young players on the offense? And what does it, could it, what could it do for their 2024 NFL draft? We'll get into that. Uh, we also have Dames Dudes, like I talked about. We want to get into that first. Dames Dudes, guys. We're going to talk about Dames Dudes and Javon Bullard, who, who's who's in and who's out right now. Uh, you know, for me at this point in time, as we get ready to close out the uh, college football regular season, and then we brought I brought back a, a fun segment to coach him up. Talking about a prospect that I think has the tools, but you just got to coach him up a little bit, guys. So we got it. We want to get into all of that. But before we do that, we got to give a shout out to LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Dames dudes, guys, Javon Bullard, safety for the safety kind of corner for the Georgia Bulldogs, right? Talented young man that I was um I was I was in like excited to see what he was going to be able to do this season. And like, you know, coming off a game where Georgia completely shellacked. I think me and Keith both got it wrong on Saturday on the live stream. Well we predicted that Georgia would be upset by Ole Miss and uh yeah we we more than likely are kind of out on the Jackson Dart you know, situation until proving that he can play well in big games. But, you know, there was a, a moment in that game where um, Javon Bullard, the safety, you know, talking about Dames dude, he, he's, he's, he's a Dames dude now. Um, he's one of their best defenders, man, and, and, and quietly kept. He's one of the more impactful defenders on that defense, man. And, and his, his his ball skills, like there, there's, he had the interception in this game where he's on like the, he's playing, uh, it looks like too high, he's on the hash. And, like, you know, he does a good job, like, reading uh, Jackson. I think it was Jackson Dar who threw the ball, reading his eyes, right, reading the quarterback's eyes, be able to, you know, flip his hips. He read the route that's in front of him, right? So if it was a quick route, he was in position to trigger downhill, make the play, and if it wasn't there to be made, then he can continue to drop off into coverage. And, man, when I tell you guys, this young man made an outstanding play on the football, really – 
uh, showing off his good range, instincts, again, vision to read the quarterback, read the quarterback correctly, and then break on the ball. And then, you know, just getting to the spot and beating the receiver, playing at the catch point and bringing it down. He's a plus one in the run game. Uh, a talented, talented player that when you think about the versatility, as we've talked about since taking over this podcast, guys, you think about, you know, in the offseason, we talked about it, right? The versatility of safeties now. It's, 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 it's paramount that you can do more. The more you can do, the better, right? And, and Javon Bullis listed at 5'11", 195. Remember last year they had uh, Christopher Smith, uh, but he was a kind of on the smaller side, not as, uh, you know, not, not the most athletic guy. But, um, you know, Javon Buller, I think he has like over 30 tackles this year. Um, you know, multiple run stops. He's had, he's had, he has two pass breakups and he has in back-to-back games against Missouri and then um, against Ole Miss, right. In two games that, you know, people thought they were, you know, Missouri, they, they look vulnerable um, and they look vulnerable early versus Ole Miss, but you know, they were able to pull away. But um, in back-to-back games, Javon Buller has two interceptions and, and, you know, you look at where he, he lines up all over the place, free safety, um, lined up a little bit at corner, but especially in the slot, walked down into the box. He's definitely a Dames dude, guys. And, and, and when you think about just the again the safety position, this is a safety class that we got to have some discussions about. Is it's a talented class, but we definitely got to have some discussions about one another Dames dude, Marius Mims, uh, sticking with the Georgia Bulldogs, off attack from Georgia, and, and, and like he's been missing uh, in action for a couple weeks because. Uh, he was out with a, um, I think it was like a knee or a leg injury, uh, where he got hurt earlier in the season. But the six foot six, six foot seven, three hundred and forty pound right tackle played outstanding versus Ole Miss. Yeah, he got hurt. You know, uh, I think it was week three was the last time he played, so he missed what, like seven to eight weeks of of play. You know, six to seven somewhere in there, including uh, the the bye weeks and everything. But a guy that most have projected and viewed off of summer scouting as a first round talent. And I think he is guys. When you say he moves well, he's quick for a six foot seven, 340 pound tackle, but he's, he's powerful. He's aggressive. Uh, hand usage is good. He's still, you know, you, you're going to have some rawness to his game. Cause again, when you look at, you know, snaps played, and, you know, and this season isn't finished yet. You only have, like, maybe, you know, Georgia's more than Georgia's going to be in the SEC championship game. Um, and, like, you know, and then you have the potential playoffs, depending on what happens in that game. If they lose to Bama, you know, if it's a close game, you know what the committee's going to say. Well, let's put them both in, right? So, yeah, you know what I mean? But you know when you really look at it, man, like he's still gonna have time to to get some snaps in and get more playing time, right? But when you look at it, he only has 680 snaps in his three year career, so that's gonna raise some some red flags for some people. But he's a dame's dude for me, guys. I, I really love the potential and the ceiling for this young man. Uh, potential is a dangerous word in the scouting in the scouting atmosphere in the scouting realm because it's kind of looked at as um, uh, hope. Right. But like, so, yeah, you hope that he can reach that plateau. And if so, man, you're going to be really happy about it. OK, um, you know, so, you know, teams that need a right tackle, you think about the Miami Dolphins, you think about um, San Francisco 49ers, you think about those teams, even the Philadelphia Eagles guys like, you know, what I mean, if Lane Johnson, uh, you talking about getting a guy that you can 
Last year, they drafted uh, out of Alabama, Tyler Steen. He's playing guard, and, and they got Cam Jurgis, who's going to step into the center spot whenever um, whenever Jason Kelsey walks away. So you're talking about drafting the Marius Mims because this is a team that's so well built. You can draft for luxury. You can draft and stash right now, right? They did the same. They did that with Nolan Smith. They did it with Keely Ringo. They've done it, with, and they love the Georgia pipeline, right? So just a, a name to continue to watch. He's a Dames dude. He's high on my list. I just want to see him continue to play and stay healthy the rest of this season, if, even if it's into the playoffs or whatever, uh, to really showcase that he is, especially in the SEC play, that he is that dude, and he's a Dames dude for sure one more dames dude you know it's not like how keith does it where he gives me five you know what i'm saying i'm just just me talking to you guys and having this conversation but another dames dude right now guys and i, I got to be honest about this here is uh phil moffa the running back from clemson you know the other running back from clemson because like a lot of people um we know that with when it pertains to you know um, when it pertains to everything, when, when you look at uh, that running situation, this is a team that wants to run the ball in Clemson. They've done a pretty solid job of being a good run team, right? Everybody, when you say, hey, they're running back from Clemson, everybody says Will Shipley. And for good reason, Will Shipley is that guy. But man, Phil Moffa, right? 6'2", 6'3", like 230, physical, athletic, can catch the ball in the backfield. He's worked on his route running in his hands this offseason. I remember watching clips of him this offseason, putting in that work. Man, this is a guy that in a 2024 class where Braylon Allen has not been great, um, Raheem Sanders has been hurt, Travion Henderson is back to playing RB1 type of football, Trey Benson is getting the football now. But, you know, Blake Corum looks like he's still productive, but he doesn't look explosive or dynamic as he did last year. Um, you know, Donovan Edwards not getting the run. I think there's room for, for Phil Moffa to say, you know what, I can enter this draft class and maybe I'll be the, the Zach Charbonnet where I continue to have a strong season and I'm a day two pick because teams want to be physical in the run game. So that's just another Dames dude uh, on the list, guys. Because, um, again, I really, really uh, love what I'm seeing from him. And he's, he's playing well. And, and, you know, if I say anybody's not a Dames dude right now, I try to go back and watch Braylon Allen, try to, to see what everybody else sees. He's not a Dames dude. I don't think he's ever going to be this draft cycle, guys. I tried. I watched multiple games again, and, you know, you see some some redeeming qualities, but I think he's just an RB2 or a potential RB1 downhill first and second down runner um, for a stable in the NFL. I don't think this is a guy that's going to take over games. I don't think he is uh, in, in, in a top tier, top shelf type of running back prospect. It's just a lot that's not there for him. Uh, solid player. Just, I never, I, I can't buy into the hype guys, but next up we will get into the bills firing offense coordinator, Ken Dorsey. What does that mean for this team? What does it mean guys? What does it mean for this team and their young players? And what could it do for their 2024 NFL draft? We're going to talk about that next on the locked on NFL draft podcast. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Guys, it's really easy. All you have to do is create a free job post on LinkedIn jobs. Add uh, the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. You have simple tools at your disposal, like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skill set and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and or hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires 
versus leading competitors. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Continue to score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because, guys, right now, brand new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. I'm going to repeat that. Brand new customers can get $150 back in bonus bets with any with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, first things first, why are you still thinking about it? Go do it. Secondly, there's no better time or place to get in on all of the action, okay? This app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off or continue to kick off the NFL season. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and continue to kick off the NFL season because FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Guys, yesterday the Buffalo Bills fired offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey, and that was a move that it felt like it was trending towards, right? Like things just did not look to be running smoothly for this Buffalo Bills offense, especially since Brian Dayball departed to go be the head coach of the New York Giants. But now Joe Brady, uh, former offensive coordinator for, you know, Keith's, Keith's um, 2019 LSU National Championship team, and he was the offensive coordinator, I believe, for, for half a season with Matt Rule. Well, with Joe Brady now being the interim offensive coordinator, what does that mean? What does that spell for the team? Well, when I look at it, how can this impact this team? Is for for a while now we've realized that Josh Allen, while he's a great quarterback, you know, one of the best in, in the game, especially when he's on, right? They have Stephon Diggs. But the offense was never structured to feature anyone else, really. Gabe Davis is just far, far too inconsistent, right? Like he has a big game, then he disappears for three weeks. So wide receiver is a big need, right? Khalil Shakir is a guy that they drafted two seasons ago, two drafts ago. And he's has he's made minimal impact, right, in terms of young drafted players. Uh, Dalton Kincaid has come on ever since Dawson Knox, but it took it took Dawson Knox going to IR for Ken Dorsey to find a way to get the ball in the hands of Dalton Kincaid, and that should have never been the case. Dalton Kincaid should have came in, and he should have been an integral part of this offense early on. He should have found ways to get the ball in his hands early on, and they, he didn't do that, right? Now, again, Josh Allen, who I think leads the league in interceptions or turnovers or whatever right now, he's got to play better, right? 100%. I think we all understand that. But I do think Joe Brady could scheme things up and open the door for a Khalil Shakir to hey, I think for the what the, the impact on this for the rest of the season is for these young wide receivers, these young playmakers, right? So you're looking at, you know, of course Stefan Diggs is going to get the majority of the defensive attention, so somebody else has to win. And you want to see Khalil Shakir in the in the slot winning. You want to see Dalton Kincaid continually continuously winning and their their wide receiver core truthfully is subpar outside of Stefan Diggs it, it's it might be one of the worst in football like truthfully right and, and it's not good so you ask 
all right, DP, what does that do for the 2024 NFL draft? Well, without Ken Dorsey there, and, and, and you're getting a hopefully an extended better look to close out the season for Shakir, Khalil Shakir, you have Deontay Hardy, Trent Shearfield. You, did, wide receiver is still a need. And then we don't know if Stefan Diggs is going to still be there in 2024. Trayvon Diggs, who you know, his, knows his, his brother, the Dallas Cowboys cornerback, who's out with a torn ACL, he tweeted out, you know, the, you know Tuesday morning, um, uh, you know, yesterday morning, talking about and get, you know, get his brother up out of there. You know, he said 14, got to get out of there and um, got to get up out of there. And he said, you know, and he took a shot at Josh Allen, talking about Josh Allen didn't become Josh Allen until they traded for Stephon Diggs. And there is some parallel to that, but Josh Allen also, I don't want to discredit Josh Allen. This man has worked on his mechanics a lot. If you go back to watching him at Wyoming, he was a push thrower, uneven shoulders, all stuff like that. He's more fundamentally sound as as a as a quarterback technically. Um, you know, he just takes chances and plays hero ball from time to time and it gets him in trouble, of course. So uh, I think, you know, you think about Xavier Leggett, Troy Franklin, you know, Xavier Leggett from South Carolina, Troy Franklin from Oregon. Um, you know, it's so many wide receivers in this class, guys, that you're just like, okay, if you're the Buffalo Bills, you can absolutely think of you 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 have to add somebody. And you you just hope and pray as a Bills fan and as someone in the front office that Stefan Diggs doesn't get frustrated so much so that he says, Hey, I want out. And it's like the, the Minnesota Vikings again. And, and you know, yeah, could you try and swindle somebody for him in the offseason? And could you try and get a first round pick like how Minnesota got a first round pick from you? Then they drafted Justin Jefferson. You can try that. The the chances of that happening is slim to none that you're going to be able to draft one of the best receivers in the NFL, you know what I mean, after trading one of the best receivers in the NFL, right? Because we saw that. We saw the Tennessee Titans fail with that. The Tennessee Titans fail with that, guys. They they, they traded uh, A.J. Brown on the during the draft of la, a 2022 NFL draft, traded him uh, during the draft, tra- uh, drafted Traylon Burks to try and replace him. They tried to do what the Minnesota Vikings did with, with Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson. It just doesn't work. You can't copy every single thing that other teams do. So the success rate is not going to be a positive number for trying to do that, right? So you got to be diligent in what you're doing. So when I look at this situation, yes, I say that that this is a good move for the Bills, and it gives hopefully Joe Brady spreads the thing, spread this offense out, give them more looks, implement some of the stuff he did with that those LSU Tigers, give Josh Allen quick options right well, if you go back to the LSU Joe Brady ran a ton of option routes with um you know uh what's his uh with Justin Jefferson and uh that you know stuff like that Jamar Chase Terrace uh Terrace Marshall Jr. like all of that guys he ran option routes right from the slot I want to see more option routes for Khalil Shakir I want Josh Allen to get the ball out of his hands quicker because I think if you do that you start getting him to play more efficient football and then you'll be happy with what you can do but right now this team this receiving core is not great it's not good outside of Stefan Diggs they got to add some talent survey and, and see what you have in Khalil Shakir and make your decisions i Right now, I'm not paying Gabe Davis. That's all I know. So the Buffalo Bills have some decisions to make, guys. But next up, we're going to get into Coach Him Up. What 2024 NFL draft prospect do I believe could be a good player in the NFL, but he just needs some coaching up? I'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
Today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft has been brought to you by Prospects. Prospects is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Guys, with basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Odell Beckham and a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made and receptions. Do you want to play alongside some of prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find the community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each and every week. This week on prize picks, I am taking Bryce young under 213 and a half passing yards against the Dallas Cowboys. This Sunday, guys, all you need to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Coach them up, guys. The coach them up segment goes to Tennessee quarterback Joe Milton III, six year senior for the Tennessee Volunteers, 6'5, 235 with elite arm talent, and he can move. He's a running threat, power run threat. Think about putting them in, you know, think about the red zone and the freeze. Uh, make defenses play. 11 on 11 football and in the red zone, you have to key in on him uh, just anywhere on the field. First off, because he is athletic for a big body guy. And I think with him, I'm seeing uh, some development from him that we haven't seen before. He's thrown a, a little bit more uh, pacing uh, in terms of not throwing the heater, having a little bit more of a change up uh, as a, as a, as a passer in, in this season. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he's still not, the greatest in terms of throwing the deep ball, but some of his stuff is also, um, you know, the receivers, you know, Brew McCoy is out for the season. There's no Jalen Hyatt. There is no Cedric Tillman um, and things of that nature. So like the, the deep ball, you know, he's completing uh, 29% of his deep, of his deep passes for 613 yards, eight touchdowns uh, and four of his five, I think four of his interceptions came on deep passes as well. When you're looking at the numbers, uh, if you have four versus five per uh, PFF, but you know, just you know, over the middle, he's done a better job, uh, a pretty solid job. And of course, in the short, the quick game, getting the ball out and not just you know trying to throw it through a brick wall, but throwing it with accuracy and ball placement. He's done a better job, and I think continuing to work with him, you know, mechanically um, and, and being fundamentally sound when it comes down to his technique, whether it's you know loading the back foot, not overstriding, uh, and continue to working working on being a multi-speed pitcher. I think with him. That is something that a team, you know, day two, right? You know, I'm talking third round, day two, the date to day three, right? So third, that third to fourth round range, I think this is where you take a flyer on him, man. I truly believe that this is where you take a flyer on him. And again, we saw Will Levis, who did not perform well um, outside of the non-SEC games to start the 2022 season last year. His tape was rough. Um, but he had all the tools and everything else, right? He can, you know, he played in two NFL style offenses, so that helped, and you know, things of that nature. So I just think about, okay, you take another athletically gifted, big arm quarterback, you put him in a t- on a team where he can uh, sit, whether sit behind a veteran, right? But he can sit, he can he can learn, you know, a little bit more, and and, and you know, really kind of step in and see what you can get out of him. You play him a ton in the preseason, let him get those reps. But Joe Milton is my coach him up player of the week um, for this segment and for this show. I just think that there are some things there that as a coach, you say, okay, because as a scout, what, what scouts tell, tell coaches and GMs, 
I brought you this unicorn. I brought you this extremely gifted, physically and athletically gifted young man, this talented player. Now you have to coach him to that point. And uh, a lot of the NFL scouts that I know, that's what they tell me. Like, when they get a guy that's similar to Joe Milton, they say, hey, coach, listen, I'm bringing it here. I'm bringing you someone to mold. Now it's your job, right? I've done my part. Like he, he has all the tools and everything else. He's coachable. He's, he, he's smart. He's, he's, he has a strong work ethic, all that good stuff. Now you got to get him where he needs to be. You got to design the offense where uh, it needs to be for him. So just, just things to, to, to put on the coaches. But I think that, um, Tennessee quarterback Joe Milton is absolutely a coach him up segment guy for me, a coach him up uh, player for the 2024 NFL draft. Like I said, late day two, early day three, I'm taking a flyer. You know, I'm watching Aiden O'Connell start games for the for, for the Las Vegas Raiders. OK, uh, I'm just saying like I'm, I'm taking a flyer. I'm taking a flyer, put him in a good situation. Right. Brock Purdy is a solid quarterback, but he looks good because of the situation. So at the end of the day, I want to see talented players get put in to talented situations. And let's see what happens. But guys, that's our show. Thank y'all for, for for sticking with me and and being patient. You know, I know my voice is not the best right now, and hopefully tomorrow it'll be a little bit better as we continue to press forward. You know, um, you know everything like that. You know, we we got Thursday night football, and we got you know different news that we can get into. Me and Keith, is, Keith should be back on tomorrow's show as well. But guys, thank y'all so much for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episodes soon as it is available all right talk to us because we do talk back come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the locked on podcast network your team every day